0: This is Bakker Thrown In, Bocker Thrown In, dun, dun 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 we are back being thrown in, Bakker Thrown In. Here we are everyone, welcome to another edition of Bakker Thrown In. Today we'll be breaking down season 5 episode 4, the Sons of Harpy. Let's get into the plot from Wikipedia, shall we? In King's Landing, Mace informs Cersei that the Iron Bank has called in 10% of their debt and that they can pay only half that amount. Cersei sends Mace to Bravos with Marin to negotiate a deal. Cersei authorizes the High Sparrow to revive the Faith Militant, the military of the Faith of the Seven. The Faith Militant arrests Loras because of his homosexuality. Marjorie asks Tommen to order his release, but the Faith Militant prevent Tommen from disturbing him from prayer. Marjorie informs Olenna of the situation. At the Wall, John sends letters to various nobles requesting men for the night's watch, including uh, to his Char Chagrin. Shargrin, ruse Bolton. Melisandre attempts to seduce Jon uh, to join Stannis in taking Winterfell from the Boltons, but he declines. As she departs, Melisandre repeats Ygritte saying, You know nothing, Jon Snow. Shireen asks Stannis if he is ashamed of her deformity from Grayscale. Stannis recalls how she contracted Greyscale and his efforts to cure her rather than exile her and reaffirms her status as his daughter. at Winterfell, Peter from Sansa that he is leaving Winterfell to return to King's Landing at Cersei's request. He adds that Stannis will soon take Winterfell from the Boltons and make Sansa wardness of the north. In Dorne, Jamie and Bronn arrive in Dorne. Jamie tells Bronn that he will kill Tyrion for murdering Tywin if he ever sees him again. Oberyn's bastard daughters Oberon, Nymeria, and Tayet, cool names there, Tyne, known as the Sand Snakes, learn that Jamie has infiltrated Dorne. They agree to join Elia, and starting a war against Lannis just by killing Marcella, on the Summer Sea, Jorah sets sail with his captive Tyrion, who deduces Jorah's identity and that he is being taken to Daenerys. And in Marine, Daenerys receives Hid, Hizdar, who repeats his request to reopen the fighting pits, noting that it can unite the masters and freed men. Meanwhile, Grey Worm and several Unsullied are attacked by the Sons of Harpy. Barristan arrives to assist Grey Worm, and they are successful in slaying their attackers before both collapse from their wounds well what uh and it was kind of a boring episode but a fun one but i have someone here who's fun to help that's going to break it down for us max is back for the show that max what's up thanks for coming back hello hello coming in in the clutch maximilian again hello listeners
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i say that uh in the hope that there are listeners i don't know what are we got? like a dozen 16 25 what are you at right now Fucker, you
0: know 20. the problem i finished off season four and it looked like i had maybe about 15 or so listeners mm-hmm. good. but then i took a good five six weeks off just like it was the end of the school year and things were going crazy mm-hmm. and then it was kind of hard to get some momentum getting back started and so like i've posted three episodes but i've only got like four or five listens and so okay. like, i think All people right. are they're over it well i'm back
1: so you can tell everyone to get back on the
0: bandwagon yeah uh, we're in good shape max is back so we're in good shape <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: try to make this valuable content that is uh, worth everyone's time i can't talk what- though i'm still uh, muddling my way through season one at a snail's pace uh but you know i got the school excuse still but i'm i'm working my way through it so what are you talking about yeah, I still, I'm still listening to season one episodes. Oh, of, oh yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah, I, I listening. was like, you... No, so
0: you're, <laughs> I told you I listened to all of them. I, I know, that's...
1: The rest of my life.
0: there's so much to listen to that i suggest just going out and finding like episodes that you liked and just cherry picking those like oh i like this episode what does he have to say about this one that's right yeah
1: well i mean i get a lot of time on the bicycle and if you're just kind of cruising along like commuting to and from work or something it's it's fun to just listen to people talk takes your mind off the headwind or whatever
0: it really does take your mind out yeah i love doing it when i'm doing dishes or like cleaning something monotonous that i don't want to be doing right it's a good thing yeah well, this episode is called Sons of Harpy, yes. um, which scary, that's how it scary. ends. So yes, yeah, scary group, we'll get to, we'll get to them at the end, but it starts off with old Jorah and Tyrion. And I just made a note that like Tyrion is captive a lot. Like if you go back to like season one, he was captive. And then he was captive during season two for a while when he had to work his way out of captivity with uh, who are those crazy people with like the axes and stuff that he like, you remember what I'm talking about? No, I was just
1: thinking of him having to like kill his dad and all that to get right to captivity. Yeah, yeah,
0: the captivity that this yeah. dude's has had to go through—it's just a lot.
1: It's brutal. It's true. All those. So all the, really, if you think you know, Jamie had a pretty good yeah out with captivity as well, and he made mention for us. I think it was just like half a season, but I think for him it was like years or something, if I recall. So was it he, that he was, long? I think it was when he was a. Uh, yeah, Imprisoned by the North or whatever.
0: That, that um, went on for years? That only felt like, I mean, I know it was it half a season, but that stressed, only felt but... like, Yeah,
1: I, don't, I still said, like, feel like.
0: Six it, months or a year or more or something. He makes mention go with,
1: of it and it's, it's longer than six, I
0: thought. I'll go with six months only because, and this is the running joke I keep coming back to now. Uh, and I said this in my last episode, you know, those, that, you know that font that goes capital, lowercase, capital, lowercase to indicate like sarcasm? Mm-hmm. I would just, mean, uh, now I'm writing winter is coming in that font. Oh, yeah. Cause mm-hmm. we're <laughs> cause like, so like, that's why I don't think it was years. Cause he keeps saying winter's coming. And I know that time moves differently here, but I just think it's probably like months. I don't know. It just seems. Yeah, He makes mention it, of it. And I thought, geez,
1: he was, like, he was for that long. He said, I spent like X amount of time sitting in my own shit or whatever. And I was like, is mm-hmm. it really that long? Was it,
0: <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'll need to go back and take a look at that. So yeah,
1: it was longer than I remember. Anyway. Yeah. yeah those, uh, those Lannisters definitely are good at
0: getting kidnapped. <laughs> They're really good at getting kidnapped. Yeah. Put it on their resume. Yeah. Then it, So that cuts quickly to Jamie and Braun riding dirty, you know, not going in under a, a flag of, of the Lannister flag. And Braun is just calling Jamie out, letting him know, like, when he's like, I'm going to save my niece. He's like, Your niece? Come on, like, end the facade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I know everything there is to know about you at this point. Just be honest with later. me.
1: He, he later yeah. on says, Would she feel the same way?
0: Yes, <laughs> when he's talking like... about, yeah, <laughs> when he's like, I want to die in the arms of my lover. I'm like, Does she yeah. want that? I don't she think so. And he's like, right. You don't
1: know who my lover is. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> knows.
0: We yeah. all know, Jamie. Calm down. But then, yeah, but then he also says uh, that he'll kill Tyrion if he ever sees him. And I'm just wondering, is he serious? Like, y- yeah, I have to. I mean, he let him out. Like,
1: I don't know. I think it's an empty threat or maybe he's just kind of uh, peacocking
0: in front of Braun or something. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't seem um, like he's peacocking. He does just seem like he like all of a sudden he had this like love for his father mm-hmm. or maybe, maybe he is just trying to show face that like he doesn't care. Maybe deep down he doesn't care, but he knows that he probably should show that he cares. I don't know. Or he may think that, but in the moment it's like, he's going to really kill his
1: brother. Like when he's in the presence of people, he usually behaves a little differently he, than when he's talking. yeah
0: that what he's talking yeah he does he's a big puppy dog with a big bark he is yeah big time but then you know that's the end of that scene it just is a very quick like two quick scenes off the bat uh, and then we get to some and we get to some stuff with Cersei sending Tyrell to the Iron Bank that reeks of sketchiness and they say you know all well, the what is that called like the hand the hands of the king what are, what are the yeah, the, the, council. the council the council grows. Kings. Yeah. The king's council grows smaller and she's just like not small enough. Like what is her goal? Like to get everybody out of there? I think, yeah, there was only three of them. So, I mean, right. she's
1: like, I got to get rid of this Friar Tuck guy, you know? Because so... <laughs> <laughs> <Friar Tuck. laughs> she just wants it to be her and her sketchy dude, you know, that's all her
0: uh... and that sketch dude and her son. Yeah. yeah. And not the queen if possible. Yeah. So, uh, which, which, yeah, we got some, uh, we got some drama coming up here. Cause oh, she man. appoints, she appoints yeah. the high scepter and cersei wants a holy army right yeah and this then this is
1: going to be a fun episode uh, this is where it's tough we've talked in the past about how you're going to have to just do this whole thing again with with all spoilers allowed <laughs> right it's t- it's difficult to not
0: to talk not about talk
1: about future of where this king's guard thing or king what do they call him the, uh...
0: the the scepter the, the scepter I, I wrote holy army because they said it it was something yeah. about the,
1: like that. But yeah, the, uh, the army of the church or whatever
0: you want to call it. Yeah. So, and these people who are just above the law in their eyes, cause they're doing the work of God, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. This isn't the name of the army, but they're high sparrows. Right. And I just wrote they're dispensing justice. Right. And in the name of God, they, th- they think that they can do whatever they want. And this just is a good topic talking point of that. Are you as are you that righteous? Like, is are your actions justified? Um, when you're ju- when you're behaving just as poorly as the people that you're killing and whatnot, like y- it looks like they're taking pleasure in doing it where it's like,
1: you know what I'm saying? No, I do. And so, and this is an interesting group. I mean, honestly, the fact that she would give anyone except for a Lannister, even a thimble full of power is almost out of character for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, hey, yeah. why don't you guys have this army? And I'm like, dude, she doesn't give other people armies, even if it is the church. So, right, I don't know what her end game is with this. Um,
0: well, you do know.
1: I mean, I kind of know, but I mean, you can smell that. This. <laughs> this is. Not I did. Fun. I mean,
0: I said, yeah. I'm yeah. just saying, like, this is all sketchy, right? Sketchy. And bad idea. <laughs> and she says, "What if I told you of a great sinner within our midst? Who is Cersei talking about? Oh, I Jesus, I'm so stupid. She's talking about Loris. Because I wrote down that they arrested Loris. That's who she's talking about. I wrote who is she talking about? It just took now for me to watch it twice and then talk with you to realize I right is that's who she's talking about, the center within their midst, Loris. Yeah, but
1: here's the thing. This is what I would say. So if you're really gonna empower the sparrow guy, he's a pretty straight shooter.
0: You know what I mean? Like
1: Yeah. So he's gonna, you know, he's probably thinking, Yeah, there probably is, and she's asking me if I want an army. <laughs> like he, he probably knows exactly who the sinner in the she might be thinking loris but he's probably thinking you know for all of y'all right,
0: right. I mean? he's probably thinking <laughs> you are you everybody You're, yeah everybody like you, here your,
1: your inbred son uh, right manipulative tyrells uh right. pretty much every character in the show would fall under that category if you were looking at it from except like a, for
0: Jon snow
1: yeah, but he's still, you know. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. He, the,
0: the only question, no, the only questionable thing he, yeah, the church doesn't care that he fell in love and banged sweetie grit. Only the yeah. Night's Guard, like that, he goes against the Night's Watch, but that's not against right. God. But yeah, that's I mean, who he
1: my, my point being is that, you know, who knows what goes through that guy's head? She may have her, she has her agenda, whatever. It might yes, be, whether it's Loras or whether it goes beyond that, but uh.
0: Well, I think we I think it definitely is Laura's because the next scene it cuts to Marjorie's upset. Mm-hmm. And oh poor Tom is just like sitting eating, like he might as well have like the Flintstones on and eating Cheerios. Like yeah. he has no idea what the hell is going on. He's like, What's going on, dear? Like just this kid has no clue what's happening. Just oblivious. Yeah. Right. And and I and I wrote, This is intense. There's just a lot to unpack. An army for the king against the militant something the right the militant the i don't know the holy army uh meanwhile so like tommen is there so so there he wants to talk with the high sparrow they're saying he's mm-hmm. praying uh and then you have the crowd yelling bastard at tommen and then that he you know so like and he's has got his this, yeah, right the they know Lebron
1: knows they all know they, they
0: all do. know you and he's got
1: his. Like Jamie Lennon.
0: <laughs> you have golden <laughs> hair yeah Mm -hmm. but just all the different layers of like, okay, he's the King. He's got his King's guard. His King's guard said, say the word, we'll go fight. Um, but they know that we're fighting for an inbred the Mm -hmm. sparrows are there, knowing like, okay, we're here to protect the high guy. Like, I don't know. It was just like there, it just felt like a weighted scene of like, and I think he made the right choice of like, okay, let's leave. Let's get out of here. I don't think he was a pussy. I think he calculated that out of like, um, let's not have bloodshed here with everyone yelling at me. Like, that's not good. The bad press, yeah. I
1: think if his mom was there, he would have asked for you know her what to do.
0: <laughs> she yes, would have said, yeah, do- kill them all. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Do well, what'd she have? She just appointed them... Uh, she just appointed the army. Would she want the Kingsguard killing the army? Who knows,
1: yeah. Who knows? Uh, he didn't make any decision because he didn't have his uh, wife or his mom there to yeah his hand and tell him. You know what I mean? Like That's my, how I read it. But yeah, he might yeah. have done kind of a calculation like I don't want to get well he trouble. did
0: say to when he went to see marjorie he said there's no way of doing it without violence like yeah. he was praying so he a little calculated. it's better than
1: freaking joffrey would have
0: handled way it. better than joffrey <laughs> would have handled it that we can both agree on for yes. sure
1: uh-huh. um, um and i want it so this is kind of the first section of my notes was watching cersei kind of create this and so I, it kind of reminded me of, so there's Dr. Jordan Peterson. I think we've maybe touched mm-hmm. that topic before. And he points out how kind of like the feminine usually represents like the unknown and the chaos of things. And the, you know, the masculine kind of maybe represents like order and like over controlling. And so whenever you see Cersei and uh, the Queen, Mar- Mar- Margie is that? Marjorie. Marjorie, <laughs> I would say it wrong. They, I think, in this episode, kind of represent that. Like Cersei does represent the edge of reason and calamity, and like just nothing predictable coming out of her behavior. You know? Well, she's so, a lot. Of,
0: what, what that reminds me of is the Joker from Batman. She's predictable in being unpredictable, right? Sure. Like, you can yeah. you can bet on her to do something crazy. Yeah. Uh, who's the other? Who else is that? Uh, or just that, like Loki, or just like something like that, where like yeah, these characters.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, like there's we're- chaos, right? Like yes. order and chaos, and it's pretty clear. And I'm gonna bring this up a couple times in the episode. Okay, good. About how when we start to see control, where where someone tries or even succeeds to control a situation, and then someone tries to bring in chaos, and so Cersei, I mean, big time. <laughs> bringing in some chaos she didn't well, have to create an army that would get someone you know she could have handled this differently but she could always yeah. right on the brink of like this just absolute chaotic plan that maybe will accomplish what she wants but more often than not blows up in her face like an acme dynamite kit <laughs> <laughs> like Wiley e. coyote <laughs> like wily e. here hold this so this is just another cersei Wiley e. coyote plan um, right and, it, and then she i have just represents oh, sorry. that
0: yeah she just is that in this show that's her job yeah. that's her job i have a side note of like i have a new spoiler that i've been spoiled to inadvertently but it's but i don't but it's still without context i don't know when it happens or why it happens or what's going on but the only reason is ted lasso has blown up as an amazing show have you watched that at all I have not. I don't think I've
1: even heard of it. But like I said, oh I'm in the books
0: lately, So I yeah, know, I'm just Ted Lasso is just this incredible show that came out on Apple TV that just it had no business being any good. And it was based on like a sketch that Jason Sudeikis wrote seven years ago. And they're like, Let's develop a similar show. And then <laughs> it just it fills you up with like warmth and feel goodness of just of just positivity. And this people are caught. I've been actually watching it. If I've been depressed, I just throw in a couple episodes and I feel so much better. And just like, this uh. is the Ted Lasso effect. Like they it's dubbed that, but the football owner, cause he's over in England is this strong powered woman. But I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about things. And they say, and they keep flashing to her. She's in game of Thrones, walking behind Cersei and Cersei's got really short hair and everyone's yelling for shame or, sh- or something like that. Shame. And I'm like, so there's I don't know what context, I don't know what's happened to Cersei. I know something's going to happen to Cersei when she's going to walk down and everyone's going to yell shame at her. And I only know that because Ted Lasso was blown up and they're like, "Hey, this woman's from from here. Check this clip out." I'm like, "No, no, no. It's like it's been so hard to like turn off YouTube <laughs> of like when they start yeah. the show shit like from Game of Thrones like I got to get through this. This is terrible."
1: Yeah, no, you're right. And this, you know, you'll think back on this this episode when that when that happens so it's cool oh, to good see. <laughs> yeah oh, good. you're not far it's yeah you don't have a long time to wait <laughs> so, excellent fantastic yeah. um so yeah that's just kind of my that's my two cents so i'm going to ping on that a few times through this episode okay i think it's a cool little dichotomy happening between characters and also just uh pop culture and like how masculine and feminine is defined although wrong often nonetheless <laughs> right. they mirror it you know what i mean they kind of mirror our biases in this this episode several times so right uh, but yeah carry on so okay i think we're good so on cersei's situation we're good
0: right? on cersei and tommen and, and marjorie is pretty pissed off and so she's gonna leave And like i need to be with my family so yeah that's that's good so we'll see what happens there so now we cut to the wall and stanish has got himself a chub for john snow and you know what so do i as do I, for both of them, yeah.
1: honestly, and the Red Woman. It's all just... And people. the Red I Woman, yeah. love everything that's happening up there.
0: Yep, um, Chucky city, population <laughs> us, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, I specifically remember watching this uh, section of, of Game of Thrones the first time and just thinking, this is so cool, having these characters coming together up in the mm. north. And... I'm going to skip ahead a little bit in the episode. But the notion that uh, Daenerys and Tyrion are on a collision course. They're, yes, also exciting. I mean, so yeah, it's
0: yes, uh, all yeah, a bunch of. Well, I mean, even uh, Sansa meeting up with the Boltons, like all these are interweaving together. Of like, okay, everyone, like shit is about to hit the fan here. I yeah. feel like there's a lot of shit yeah. about to. The Bol- and- I do not
1: like stanza being up there <laughs> it just makes me uncomfortable.
0: Of course, as it should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the north. I like the
0: MZ is
1: the
0: ever written in the history of TV, movie, books, whatever. He is a sociopath. Why yeah. would we want sweet little Sansa anywhere near him?
1: Yep. yeah uh, Anyway, ooh. yeah. So But yeah, you got uh, Stannis up there, and you and I have talked about him before. I yeah, I you like he is the dude. He's the rightful heir. You know what I mean? I don't think anyone else really has claimed the way he does. I mean, that's just my opinion.
0: So. Right. He's got the most logical claim. He's like, uh, my brother died, so therefore I am the king. Yeah, right. not these half, uh,
1: you know, or I guess 100% Lannister, non baratheon kids need to get right. out of the way. Um, <laughs> right, so, it's yeah, him. It's him. So that's why I've always liked him. And the fact that he's up with Jon Snow now, and yep. you know, it's just all, it's good. So, and, and so how about melisandre she's just melisandre
0: that's her name i just keep writing red-haired woman i never uh, <laughs> Melisandre, the right yeah melisandre, the red woman so. and how about this though and this is this just blew me away when she presents herself and like courts him and he's like i have loved another and she's like let's yeah you can't love the dead he goes but i still do and she walks out and she says he grits words to him you know nothing Jon snow i'm like oh, oh. shit
1: Yeah. I have it written down in my notes, like how cool it is. And so does she, so does she know? Yeah. That kind of validates her spooky little powers a little bit. Yes. She, Uh, yes.
0: I thought she was just a bitch. Now I'm like, she's like, okay, she's uh, all right. She's got some clout, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And
1: so here's my point again. I feel like she again is working that feminine chaos edge of unknown angle. You know what I mean? Just like Cersei, where like she throws this you know nothing Jon Snow line at us and we're like, wait a minute. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe she is, you know, dialed into some deity force of some kind, or what does right. she represent? did she pay someone five bucks to get that line or is that legit <laughs> so, did she, um did she pay someone you know five what i mean dumb. like hey guys what can i say to freak out Jon snow and they're like uh say you know nothing Jon
0: snow <laughs> she's like oh okay <laughs> that tweet. sounds stupid and then it works and she's like oh it that works was good. yeah
1: so but she does she you know this is just another instance of the uh, hot chick um <laughs> kind of representing the edge of the order of the universe. Like, Oh, maybe there is some magic, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And we've seen her do a little fire pill dances.
0: We've seen her do, you're right. And we've seen her, we've seen her give birth to a smoke baby. And like she's, we, so we've seen stuff, but for whatever reason, I just never took her seriously until now. It's taken this long. I'm like, okay, I take you. Okay. And then, and then to piggyback on that, I've never, it's not that I don't take Stanis seriously, but I've never really cared for him. And I don't have the full context or I just thought he's, storyline was kind of boring even though i agree with what you said he definitely has the best argument for the throne Mm -hmm. until the next scene with his daughter and i was like okay stannis just jumped his way on to the coolest yeah um first a quote that i wrote down uh when he said boredom is a lack of inner resourceness and i love that quote because actually one of my favorite students i've ever taught in fourth grade, she said something a lot like that. Someone said they're bored and she looked at them and she goes, only boring people get bored.
1: Yeah, my uncle used to uh, make us, if we said we're bored, he would make us say we're stupid. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Say,
1: yeah, we'd be like, oh, hey, we're bored. And he'd be like, okay, but what you're really saying is you're stupid. So you have to now say that. And we're like, I'm stupid.
0: That's that makes me appreciate understand Logan so much more. Yeah, like this is one of our you
1: know this is a well known uncle of both of ours. Logan will probably remember that if you bring it up with him.
0: I'm going to. That's because Logan epitomizes, in my idea of like my friends of what a growth mindset is, of someone who's never willing or never going to shy away from a challenge always willing to learn something no matter how sticky or frustrating it might be and trying to look for different angles like logan is just an incredible person and talking to you get that like just the cats are family is a unique family and that makes sense if you have a crazy uncle making you repeat that like uh what you actually mean is that you're an idiot yeah if you're like
1: It definitely uh, instills some drive to like, okay, well, if
0: you're bored, then what? Think, what do you go doing do here? something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what? Are like, you, yeah, that's real, your fault out there. So yeah, you yeah. got to. It's a pretty big world out there. What would you yeah. like to go do? You want to create so something? Here, and so we're
1: talking about Stannis and his daughter, and uh, here we see the opposite of um, Cersei Chaos. and Melisandre, where he's like, I will not let the grayscale overtake my daughter. She will not go to live with these people. And so he represents the force and the order taking over the unknown thing. And so you have him taking that, like, you know, societal, masculine, hardline order approach rather than that, like, off the edge chaos approach. So, again, this is that dichotomy I was talking about where the men are behaving a certain way and the women are behaving a certain way. And that just stood out to me as like, oh, yeah, that definitely mirrors kind of what we expect.
0: Yeah. uh, Whether that works or not, because again, sometimes when men try to like think that they can control, like I have control of the situation, like you do not. mm -hmm. And more times than not, chaos ensues. But then if you just throw chaos everything, then like, well, how does anything get done normally? Right. And so
1: I, and a friend of mine brought this up to me and he said, there's really not any behavior that you can say is feminine or is masculine things like caring and nurturing. Those can be masculine. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Men care for their kids. I mean, well,
0: this is, well, and it, they show it a different way, but like this right here shows, cause I even wrote that it's, I wrote this. It's funny you said this. Here's what I wrote. It's crazy how Stannis is such a good caring dad and his mom dislike, like has disdain for their daughter. Like I should have mm-hmm. provided you a son. Like she can't stand the side of her daughter. And Stannis is like, you are my daughter and you will yeah. have my blood, like you are who, well, and you know, we saw that with um the, with uh, Tyrion's dad for the longest time, you know, yeah. until like yeah, Tyrion starts like, he's too. like, you're a Lannister. Like that's, I This you Absolutely. carry on the name. I will do what I can for you.
1: And even that brink of chaos thing. I mean, you have Loki who represents that edge of, you know, the unknown very well too. So I'm not saying I take one side or the other, but it's just, if anyone gets any value out of hearing, you know, that like, Hey, if you're a strong, masculine man, you can be caring. And if you're, you know, whatever, if you like new experiences in the unknown, that can also be a masculine feature and yeah. vice versa. So it's just funny how these
0: well, you know, and it's, it's almost
1: tries to define these roles for us, but we right. have to kind of keep our mind open. So.
0: We definitely need to keep our mind open because it's not, like, it's not like Cersei doesn't care for her. She cares for her kids maybe more so than anyone in the whole thing. She just goes about it in a chaotic, hectic way. Sure. She's like, kill, like well, and even, oh, where are we? I'm going to skip ahead here. Cause this, cause this is the women of Dorne are no bullshit. Like these women are are (laughs) worst
1: nightmare of an ex-girlfriend or
0: whatever. Yeah. You know, and (laughs) like, she's like, you know, we have the Lannister daughter and we can like send her back piece by piece. And they're just like talking about how Oberon showed them the way. And they're like, these women, I just, I mean, that's all I wrote for this section is women of Dorne are no bullshit. But again, it's like how, and it, it is funny how we're talking about men and women. It's just like, it doesn't really matter. Like men are going to act crazy. And they're going to act with order. Women are going to act crazy and they're going to act with order because there have been times where Cersei was more tactful of like playing things out of like, well, this should happen this way. It wasn't up until recently where things start to unravel where she goes, okay, I need to be a little bit more risky with my behavior.
1: Yeah. Yeah, And if there's a, you know, if there's a boy out there that feels out of place being caring or a girl out there that feels out of place trying to bring order, it's like, hey, these are not male and female things. You can maybe Correct. make the case they're masculine and feminine, but even that's pretty thin. So yeah, uh, yeah just be yourself. That's the that's the <laughs> message.
0: That's the message. That's the message. <laughs> don't and... buy into
1: this episode. They don't they don't get to tell you what's, you know,
0: how boys yeah, going to act. They don't get to tell you (laughs) Bosnia. Yeah. If you want to be caring, being caring. If you want to take order control, take order control. Some of my favorite women, actually a woman I know that does listen to this. Like I dropped my last episode today and she already texted me that she's listening. Uh, that's how much she enjoyed it. Danielle, if you're listening, I'm going to throw you out there. She is one of the more like assertive, no bullshit women. I know she's an amazing strong woman. Not to say that I don't know other strong women, but it's like, there's a someone who really likes to take order of things. I'm like, yeah, I like yeah, that a lot. absolutely,
1: and that can totally be a feminine trait. You
0: know what I mean? That's
1: not in any way masculine. So no, that's just my it's just it's just a I,
0: it's just a trait, right?
1: Taking trait. order is just a trait. Yeah, you can kind of come up with like machismo, <laughs> like macho traits, but those are that's different, so, right? Yeah, that's my point. This episode definitely runs a pretty hard gender slant.
0: <laughs> it does. Kind of like
1: I don't know if this is really
0: a good picture to paint in pop culture. So that was why I brought it up. So. Well, it's a really good conversation. I, yeah. I, there's a quote I like where it says, small minds discuss people, average minds discuss events, great minds discuss ideas. Oh, and I'm not going to go ahead and say that you and me are great minds, but that's why I like conversation like this. Cause we're talking about people. We're talking about ideas. We're talking about bigger things. We're taking, a piece of pop culture and like, okay, let's analyze that as a mirror to our own lives. And like, how do we reflect that? Like, I, 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 that's one of the things that's bringing me the most joy about doing this podcast is just having conversations with a wide variety of people, men and women, uh, people I've never met before. Like I've met you once, but I've talked with a couple other, with this other girl named Allie who lives in Florida. I've never met her once. We've just talked on this podcast and we've had like really good conversations. It's just, it's fun to that. This is why I like pop culture or even sports, for that matter, is that it brings people around to like talk about yeah, something. Yeah,
1: and and worst case scenario, I think you know an episode like this, someone watches it, they kind of assimilate it into their understanding of how people behave, you know, and then it's it's wrong. <laughs> so if you can, right? Because you do have, have the a pro- skeptical like eye. Yeah, like
0: a skeptical kind of, eye is what you need yeah. to train children to have. Because that's yep. the other problem is if you have if you have someone who watches too many rom coms and then they go. And try to get a girl and the girl's like, what are you doing? Like, this is how it's done in the movies. Like, that's yeah, not real yeah. life though. It's that's not, not <laughs> exactly. that's what someone wrote down for your entertainment. That doesn't happen in the real life. Anyway, we, we've gotten really off, off course yeah, here. Have. Let's get back into it. So,
1: so the Dorn thing, one more thing on those chicks is yeah. when I see Jamie's daughter, you're like, what a, you know, what a sight. Like she really just is like kind of an image of like purity and prettiness or whatever. Jamie's daughter? Like, uh, have we seen her?
0: Well, no, this, or do you mean Oberon's princess, daughter?
1: No, the isn't it Jamie Lannister's daughter that's living in Dorne that they're going yeah, to Yeah, but save? we
0: don't see her we don't see her in this episode. Oh, I think we've
1: seen her before, have not we? When she got Yeah, but she's a little girl.
0: Yeah, but she's yeah. just a little girl. Anyway,
1: she just kind of like represents purity and innocence and these people are just like going to eat her for dinner. Seriously, so, that's too um, bad for her. I'm like, <laughs> she's oh, very dangerous. Poor little thing. <laughs> so, yes. Um, and yeah, that's another phrase I heard once was that like depravity just craves innocence. And I feel like that's Oberon's wife and daughters is just they are just like out for blood on this poor little thing. And I, yeah, know, I guess are. maybe she has grown up. I didn't really think of that. I just kind of thought of her as a kid still. Maybe she's a how well, again, is she in this i
0: mean she thinks she's well, 20 or like 16 i mean i bet she's well she's older than tommen tommen looks like he's 14 so maybe she's 16 or 17 16, 17 and when the last time we saw her she was maybe like 12
1: i don't know sure yeah getting shipped yeah. out the door oh yeah she's about to just she's just lunch meat for these guys
0: <laughs> lunch meat
1: <laughs> she is just oh yeah it's yeah it breaks the heart <laughs> so anyway
0: All right. So then we, yeah. So we'll transfer over to Littlefinger and Sansa in the graves. And it's just, you know, he has a long story. I don't really have much to it. This is again, might be better on a second viewing with no spoilers like that. He might be saying more than I'm aware of right now, but I know that he's hatching quite a plan um, and he plans to kiss on Sansa and then off he goes to Westeros. And so he's just playing his role still. And Sansa needs to,
1: but it seems he's, like he really genuinely wants the best for. Some I stuff. think so.
0: That's what. I yeah. Mean, it's, it's, I at this stage, if I had to guess, I'm guessing that he because he's been such a wild card for yeah. five seasons of just like turning into. I like, had like he he turned on Ned and he said, "I told you not to trust me." You know. Yeah. Um, no, I think
1: he genuinely wants you know what's best yeah. for her. At, you know, at this stage is what it seems at least, and then you've also got him. Seeing that same thing that we're seeing, what's happening in the north, and what's happening, you know, with Daenerys, and yeah, I think he almost kind of sees it the same way we see it. He's like, "Ooh, stuff is happening." <laughs> so yep, yep. How yep. can I make some money off of this?
0: Right, right. So that's all I got to say. There is just, I think that's just there. that's just build a building block, as it were, and. Then we get to Jamie and Braun talking about deaths, and I'm just wondering, is this foreshadowing? or Like, how they want to die? Like, are, are we going to see the end of one or both of them? I hope neither. I feel like one of them's coming. If, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be Braun. I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, you just got to assume
1: it's everyone. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> all you can and, do at this point. And how and about then, geez, Oberon's fight? That was nuts. I don't know if we've talked since you know Oberon oh, and... Riddor. The prince and the
0: viper and, oh, uh, and the gosh. mountain? That was... <sighs> What a... Can't believe Oberon was monologuing. Freaking Like Mandal- I've been calling him Mando because he played the Mandalorian. Yes, indeed. And and so, I, just stop monologuing and finish him. And I... Dude, actually, I can't get brought up into that. I've already hashed that out a couple times now. I just... It's going to get me worked up again. Okay? I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: That was can't a tough... T- I really liked him. I was...
0: Yeah. He was awesome.
1: He was awesome. Uh, Yes. He was was super
0: awesome. Yes. (laughs) So he's so confident. Like he, uh, that whole thing, uh, are you confident or cocky? And he was totally cocky, but it was in the most confident, calm way. So I was okay with the cocky confidence. It's like Frank Sinatra, ninja. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's exactly what he was. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Uh, Yeah. But they've been spotted already. And then, there's four of them and he goes, how many can you take one if he's slow? And so Bron just takes out one and kills another one immediately. And then the other one gets him off the thing. Like he just does some serious work and then just smugly says that one should be slow enough. Like yeah, I just dropped dude,
1: a horse on him for you. So
0: yeah, some more horse some more horse. Uh, oh, I wonder how much that. Yeah, dude the horse has PETA have like a thousand lawsuits against game of Thrones for like the horse brutality <laughs> yeah. that they've done here. Yeah, is there such a thing as like
1: so you have like dehumanizing, can you like be
0: dehorsonizing horses like? If you, you ask know? PETA, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I'm sure you will. There Do you know it. that PETA sent out like they PETA wants to change idioms that revolve negatively around animals. For example, instead of killing two birds with one stone, they want people to start saying feeding two birds with one scone. Oh my gosh. That's uh, Yeah. Instead that's of using that's, instead of, instead of saying, let's not beat a dead horse. They're saying, let's not feed a fed horse. And instead of, uh, the Guinea pig, they want people to say the test tube. Oh man. Yeah. There's that's two gonna, more I'm forgetting, but it's like, it's some
1: practice. Um, oh, I'm
0: not going to do it. <laughs> yeah.
1: That like, so wait, what about like the positive ones? Like, you know, two in the hand is one in the bush or whatever <laughs> like they're still allowed to say yeah I don't know. well that's not degrading in any way like if you have to that's a bird thing isn't it
0: two yeah is it yeah two in I'd the hand i think
1: they're talking about a bird
0: in the bush i don't know that's well there's that one where it's like action. let's not put all your eggs in one basket that's not a yeah, bad thing can
1: you say I mean, that i don't know you can't take those eggs from the birds man that's mean you gotta that's put mean two- rocks in a basket or
0: <laughs> let's not let's not take all the rocks from the graveyard stone headstone wait i don't know <laughs> i digress yeah that's yeah. gonna be
1: that's it's gonna tough take some so to stick. that's gonna really take some work Ah, uh,
0: yes i don't i'm not that's not what i'm uh, sorry not YouTubers not gonna with one scone i might
1: use that one actually it I is know, funny like, to say it out of like, like yeah like i'm, I'm making awesome. like what are you, like, talking, like, you <laughs>
0: psychopath yeah. what if anything i'm saying it out of a joke now yeah hey i don't want to feed a fed horse but Tyrion and the lannisters get captured all the time
1: oh my gosh can you imagine using that in like a professional setting and people being like what
0: what is this guy saying
1: pause i have to just rewind the tape here i don't want to feed a fed horse okay all right did you just
0: the... say you didn't want to feed a fed horse yeah that's what i said
1: yeah it's... I respect horses, unlike the makers of Game of Thrones. Right? Yeah. Unlike. Yeah. Have
0: you ever seen? Yeah. So, so he, but this, anyway, so
1: he gets a horse th- dropped on him, still does manage to go toe to toe with Jamie and, and pretty much overtake him aside from luck.
0: Well, is it luck? Jamie finally uses his hand the way it should have been. Like you have this tool. You've just been afraid to use it. Like it, yeah. I, I thought there was some symbolism here of like, instead of being afraid of what you have and like saying, like, I can't do this. because I'm like, no, you have two hands. One yeah, is two. now like a short, a sword, like, or a, God, or it was a reflex. You could say, you know, a like- reflex, but now he realizes that he has this. It's a shield is what I was trying to say. He yeah. has this extra like bit that. And also it's unassuming. People don't know, like they might think that they have the upper hand. Mm-hmm. They don't know that he has this <laughs> because right. the guy was super surprised. Oh, look what I did yeah, there! Look what you did there. That was clever. Yep. Yeah, I <laughs> totally meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think I hope that that comes back more into play. That he even uses it to like punch his way out of things. Sure. You know, like, like, dude, you have like, don't hide behind who you are and what you Disability have. Or whatever. Right. Right. That use. Reminds it. me of, um, you know, you have
1: War Machine and
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Gamora's sister. And he's like, I wasn't always like this, and like, oh, neither was I. But we work with what we got. Yeah. You know? yep. Um, yep. Yeah. It's kind of a similar phrase. So,
0: but then I get mad at Jamie at the end for forcing Bron to dig up his own. Like, why are you so like? Bron just saved your ass again. He's there. He's your buddy. You're like, we got to dig these up, and I can't dig. So you better hurry up. Like, yeah. dude, can can you just go about this a different way? Without the, this is the smug Jamie that I don't like. Yeah. Like he's yeah. still he's still awesome i love jamie he's grown on me he's one of my favorites but like also this is like dude jamie you could say like i'm sorry you could be like sympathetic like yeah hey I'll listen of the
1: horses you start digging or whatever you
0: know? right, I'll, so, right. Yeah. i right i wish i could help you do this i can't but you understand why we need to di- bury these guys because we don't like dead like he said dead bodies raise armies and like that's right. true yep like, instead that's of true. being an asshole just be like Dude, you you understand why I didn't? You understand why I can't help you? So just come yeah, on. Good for Jane. So
1: that's you still have a little bit of that terrible Lannister, terribleness, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then we go so, to Tyrion, right? Tyr, yeah, yep. Yeah, we uh, yeah. Jorah is finding out that Tyrion is going to Daenerys, and and he's like, I just write LOL, and Tyrion is so observant and smart, and he loves it. He, I just love. He's like, you are Jorah. Um, you're yeah. a whispering little bird. Like he's Jeez. so smart yes. of just his perception.
1: Tyrion is so smart. He just he yes,
0: all this Tyrion. Out. I write Tyrion so observant and smart. I, I like when my guests and I have like literally write the same things yeah. almost. Same like that's great. Identical. Yeah. I just was but, like he nails it as usual. In, yep. So, but um, then oh, Jorah's upset and strikes down Tyrion to shut him up, which I probably would too. You know, for
1: Tyrion. Um,
0: common. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty standard Um,
1: stuff, and I like Jorah too. I mean, I you know, he's always been one that I've enjoyed watching. And I don't remember when it was that someone pointed out to me about the dad thing, you know, but that was cool too. So yeah, that his dad is the the Night Watch
0: guy, the big yeah, the Night Watch guy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know his name, but yeah, I don't know either. Something
0: else, Mormont. Something Some. else fucking dumb that we can't pronounce, so we're going to give it a nickname. That's for me I'm sense sure. Long since dead, <laughs> just like Long since dead, just like everyone else. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. you get to the
1: uh, this the scary group, you know? Right, the, the sons uh, of Harpy. What a rumble!
0: What know? a rumble! And great, and so we have Lord. Uh, Barriston, that's his name right mm-hmm. I thought he was old as balls yeah he still had some spunk in him he took out like four or five of those guys and Grey Worm is doing work it's fun to see him actually going but then yeah. it just ends with everyone laying on the ground and I just wrote WTF is going on yeah, what, what the fuck
1: for Worm. I mean that's like I really like that guy too so I you know,
0: yeah uh, did he die or is he well, just he, yeah he's, he's just laying
1: yeah he's still breathing and, he's still
0: breathing So, yeah, so to my shape. knowledge he's yeah yeah so
1: yeah, but yeah, still. I mean that that sucked. I don't.
0: And then end credits. Boom. And it's and it's over. I'm like, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 it's whoa.
1: Pretty standard stuff. And that's why it's hard to talk. There's so many cool things in this episode that you know have impacts so far beyond that you it, can't talk about. That we can't talk about. So I kind of just try to like look at the episode individually, talk about the past, you know, talk about culture. That's the way I approach this conundrum. Kind of <laughs>
0: so, I really appreciate that. So, you know, what's yeah. gonna be fun is to analyze these things, uh, on the other side, when I know everything and like, Hey, you know what, let's, let's go, let's talk about these three episodes and these themes that have come up in this, like, let's talk about this. Like, that'll be fun to do.
1: Yeah. I think you need to do at the very least, like a highlight reel,
0: you know what I mean? Yeah. You go
1: back I don't write red wedding and like, yep. you know, some of the other I ones. I don't
0: and- right. I don't think I'm going to be able to do a episode by episode recap yeah. now that I know, but I definitely think I could point out some themes and some ideas and like, dare I say, do a little homework and some research about what I want to talk about and like point out different things. But right now let's just focus on getting through season five and then season like one step at a time. Right. Yeah, dude. You, Oh man, that's,
1: you're getting close. I know from the beginning, you know, you were the problem stuck is in I'm... the muddy waters of <laughs> four, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. but you, yeah, you get through this season, you get the reward is on the horizon. So
0: Right. Uh, Especially the reward of like, am I going to like season eight or not? Yeah. Well, That's at the very least, you start to really see some,
1: some stuff happening. Whereas I don't yeah. remember. I remember you and I spoke like several months ago and I had said, yeah, this season was not the one that got my blood going. And right. I, think it, I can't remember if it was four or five or both, but you're right in the thick of it.
0: Five is what you said. Four was great. Four had like four had Oberon, like Mandalorian going on in the whole thing. Like there was okay, some... yeah.
1: So I must have lied. I think it was five. I said it was kind of like yeah, you know. I'm just
0: yeah, I'm it's enjoying to, like, it.
1: Either decide this is a ten year show or decide if this is a six year show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So, anyway, anyway dude uh thanks for coming in clutch as usual as yeah. you do this is baka thrown out yeah Baca thrown out we are going to go ahead and get thrown out dun dun da da dun, dun it's Baca thrown out yeah no one fucking this is this fucking shit at all that's okay because i had a good conversation thanks Max.